to prepare for your future, like the young man who broke out his toolkit, then there are seven areas that you need to focus on. All right, so the first is you have to have moral preparation. Now, when you prepare for something, that means that you're getting ready ahead of time. So you need moral preparation, meaning have some standards for your life. Have some values for your life. Have some things that you won't compromise on. Have a vision for your life that you want to go someplace. And so when you have some morals and you have some standards and you have a vision about where you want to go, then when, uh, when the distractions come, somebody comes and says, hey, let's go, why don't you come with me and let's go do something. Let's go rob this store. When the distractions come, you can say, no, I'm trying to go to this destination. And if I get caught up with you, what's going to happen? I'm either going to prison or I'm going to jail. Now, motivational speaker Les Brown, he told the story about how when he was a kid, when he was a teen, uh, him and his friends, some guys came and they said, yo, we're going to go rob this store. Why don't you come with us? You just drive the car. And Les Brown says, no, nah, I'm not doing it. It's wrong. It's not right. I'm not doing it. And they said, what? Are you chicken? So he said, I don't care. You can call me what you want to call me. I'm not doing it. It's not right. His friend said, all I got to do is drive because I'm not going to be chicken. And they said, all you got to do is drive. And so his friend left him and went with the other guys. They went and robbed the corner store. His friend was sitting in the car. When they ran out of the store with the money, guess what? The owner came out with the gun and started shooting. Guess who got killed? The friend who didn't rob but was only in the, in the car. Just because somebody says you chicken, hey, that's, that's cool. Right? It's okay. Because what we want for you is we want you, we want longevity. We want you to be able to make it as far as you can go. As far as God wants to take you, that's what we want for you. So first, you need to have moral preparation. So you need to start thinking about uh, your standards and what you're not going to compromise on and what you're going to pursue. Then next, you need to have physical preparation. Right? You gotta work out, you gotta exercise, you gotta eat healthy, you gotta take care of your body because why? The Bible says that the body is the temple of the Lord. So when somebody comes and says, yo, let's smoke this stuff and let's drink this, you say, nah, I'm not gonna do it because my body is a temple and I need to take care of it. And if I start smoking something that I shouldn't be smoking and I start drinking something that I shouldn't be drinking, then I'm gonna get high and I'm gonna get drunk. And what happens when people get high and drunk? They do stupid stuff. And we don't want you doing stupid stuff, right? So if you take care of your body, then you will be in, in your, your, peak, uh, your, your peak position so that you can accomplish the dreams and goals that God has placed in your heart. But if your body is broken down, if your body's falling apart, if you're just racked with, with sickness and disease, you can't do anything. So you got to make sure that, that you build up your body. Go ahead and exercise, all right? Then third, you need to have mental preparation. Mental preparation, meaning you got to read. You got to keep reading. You got to read new stuff that you've never read before. You got to focus on your mind is like a muscle. The more you work it out, the stronger it gets. So you got to focus on developing your critical thinking skills. You got to focus on developing your mind. You, you can take your favorite athlete, and what do they do? They're, they're the best at their game because they've combined their mind, they've sharpened their mind, and they've combined that with their physical ability. 
And so whether they're on the court or on the field, wherever they are, they're able to put those two things together. And they're able to add in their morals. Because you think the greatest athletes, whether you're talking Michael Jordan or LeBron James, whoever you're talking about, they will be the first on the court. They will be the last on the court. They will be the first at practice. They will be the last ones to leave because they've got some standards. They want to go somewhere, so they're going to push their body, their mind. They're going to push their lives as far as they can go. All right, so you got to have mental preparation. Then you also need to have emotional preparation. You need to get in touch with your feelings. You got to think about your feelings, not just anger. You got to think about love, and you got to think about joy, and you got you to gotta think about hope. You got to think about all these things, because if you don't manage your feelings, then your feelings are going to manage you. And as soon as somebody come out their mouth at you about the way you look in at them or whatever, you're going to say something that you shouldn't say. You're going to step the wrong way, and then you're going to be in a whole heap of trouble. But if you manage your emotions, then your emotions won't manage you. All right. Then next, you need to have a relational preparation. Say relational preparation. It matters who you hang out with. It matters who you hang out with. You can't hang out with everybody. If you're trying to go someplace great in your life, then let me say that God has no problem with you wanting to be great. God has no problem with that, because if you go back and look at Abraham, when God called Abraham to leave his daddy's uh, homeland and go to a place that he never knew, God said, I will make your name great and you will be a blessing to the world. God has no problem with you wanting to be great. God has a problem when we get our priorities mixed up, when we chase after greatness for the sake of greatness. But if you want to chase after greatness for the sake of being able to help others and to honor God, God's got no problem with that. So it depends. When you start chasing after greatness, you know what happens? Your friends, either they're going to go with you or they're going to leave you alone or they're going to try and stop you. They're either going to go with you, they're going to leave you alone, or they're going to try and stop you. At 2 a.m. in the morning, it always it hurts when I'm watching the news and you see somebody who had graduated from high school, was doing great things with their lives, they're about to go to college, they got good grades, they're the star athlete, but then they're killed because they were at a party at 3 a.m. 3 a.m., you should be home in the bed. 2 a.m., 11, 12, there's no reason for you to be out because craziness happens in the middle of the night at the parties. So you have to think, if I'm trying to go somewhere, I have to do things that are conducive to the direction that I'm trying to go. So it matters who you hang out with. Hang out with people who've got vision. Hang out with people who want to do something great with their lives. Hang out with people who are about supporting you as you support them, that you can make a pact and work together in order to achieve your dreams. Hang out with them. Don't hang out with the people who just want to do nothing. Don't hang out with the people who don't have any dreams for their lives unless you're trying to help them. Don't hang out with the people who would rather, who enjoy seeing their lives destroyed and want to take as many people with them as possible. So you need to have relational preparation. Then you need to have financial preparation. You need to learn how to save. Save money. You need to learn how to invest. Instead of spending money, when you spend money, at the end, after you spent it, you got nothing to show for it. 
You go to McDonald's, you get that number seven. You ate it, it was good, that was it. You just spent 10 bucks. But when you invest your money, after you go through the process of investing on the other end, now you've got something bigger. Now you've got opportunity. Now you have increased ability because you've invested. So take your money, whether you get allowance, whether you got a job, learn how to save. My brother, Everett, we're 11 years apart. He's, I'm the oldest, he's the youngest. He can save like nobody's business. He's always been that way. He'll save his money and then get mom and dad to pay for stuff. Like his, his like main goal is to not use his own money. He's gonna use everybody else's money before he uses his own money, and he's got money. But you, know, you don't have to take it to that extreme, but learn how to save. Because when you have opportunities to do great things and your pockets are empty, then you're not gonna be able to take advantage of those opportunities. So you have to focus on learning how to manage your finances, your resources, and lastly, spiritual preparation. Spiritual preparation. We just read, we just heard it read in Proverbs 3, that if we trust in the Lord with all of our heart and lean not to our own understanding and acknowledge him in all of our ways, he will direct our paths. So that means that if you choose to go through life by yourself on your own, then you are limited to yourself and your own ability. And the problem with that is that you're going to encounter problems out there in the world that are bigger than your ability, that are bigger than your knowledge base, that are bigger than your skill set. And the world, though it's beautiful, the world is harsh, and it will eat you alive if but for the grace of God. So you need to have a spiritual preparation. You need to pray. You need to read the word. You need to be in fellowship. You need to, to be able to worship. You need to seek God for yourself as well as with others. Because the truth is that God loves each and every one of you. God's got a plan for you. But in order for that plan to come to pass, you're going to have to do your part. God's got a destiny for each and every one of you. And if you want it, God has done his part. But if you want it, you got to be able to do your part. Thank you so much. Once again, this time we need to do from Paul to the Dallas Hall, Reba and Paris. That was an awesome message. Thank you so much. Because although he was speaking to you guys, he's speaking to us as well. So um, I, I got a lot out of that, and I appreciate it.